Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way at 3CDigitalMediaNetwork.com. On this episode of the Act to Live podcast, we explore the unknown and some of the reasons why the unknown seems to evoke a sense of fear for many of us. So come on, let's take a walk. In time we said we're breathless, this time we'll find a way. In dreams we walk through bolted doors, fight, die, and live for you. Into the unknown, into the unknown. See, I'm starting out with a song today. Into wow, the- not even a hello. Starting out with a song. Bring it in. That All was right. good. Very uh, on on key, too. Wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I practice these things. I know you do. Daily. <laughs> yeah, so the unknown you know we're just gonna launch it because it makes me feel better because then it's at least known a little bit and not totally unknown so i'm kind of cheating on this one. Oh, you're making our a discussion topic of today known very quickly right so that yeah. people are not uncomfortable with the unknown of waiting until we share the topic with them that's what I'm talking about right there. Oh, that's, exactly. that's very kind of you. I am a kind person. I know. Not I know. all the time, but sometimes. <laughs> well, tonight you are being very kind. Well, I try. I try sometimes. <laughs> anyway, the unknown, Jamie. Ugh. How do, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, is, is, is a great way to summarize that unknown. Now, yeah. why do we have that first kind of uh feeling about unknown things that is a that's a great question (laughs) i I I know i was just when you said that word and you know when we decided to to talk about the unknown i mean you've known me for a long time i feel like the unknown is just something that has made me uncomfortable or at times scared or anxious for a really, really long time, just not knowing what's coming next. I just want one of those, what are those crystal ball things or magic eight balls or both? Just tell me a little bit, just give me a little vision of what's coming down the pike. Yeah. Maybe that um, would help. I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, and that's an interesting kind of paradox a conflict i don't know where it's like well i want to know but do you really want to know right and that's a great question because we've all been asked those i don't know little puzzles or brain teasers right where it's like if on this card it you know said the date you were going to die or something that was happening in five years, like, would you turn it over and want to know? And my response to that is, no, I don't think so. But then on the flip side of that coin, I also don't like not knowing things. Right. Right. So 
Okay, again. Oh. Ask us again. Um, why do you think a lot of people, I would even dare to say most people, mm-hmm. have this fear of the unknown? Well, I think there's several reasons. I mean, I think it's a little bit different for everyone. But in an article called The Fear of the Unknown by Lindsay Hoffman, who's a professor at the University of Delaware, she talks about how her research suggests that we like to be able to anticipate consequences. Hmm. So as humans, we like to have an idea of what's coming next so that we can plan and we can prepare. And in a way, we can attempt to control the outcome. Oh, control. That's an interesting word right there. And so she says that's why the act of failing can be so frightening. We don't know what to expect. And so with an unknown, we don't know exactly what's coming at us. So we can't necessarily prepare. And so it's possible that we might fail. It's also possible that nothing might happen either, right? That's true. That's true. Wow. I see. It's interesting that she had said that she she, um, brings up the fear of fear of failing um, right there, because I hadn't thought about the unknown being associated like with that fear but that makes sense now yeah well and i think failing too if we think about it i mean it's such a broad term and so we all kind of can define failing differently or it might look differently for each person and so when we're thinking about whatever might be coming in the future maybe we have in our mind already you know a way we want to be or a way we want things to go and isn't there the potential that so many different things can get in the way a lot of things can and i i think that we've all kind of experienced that in the past um year and a half haven't we i mean oh my gosh covid world Mm -hmm. has really thrown a lot of things at us and a lot of many 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 unknown things and especially you know life you know like living like that uh, that essential Mm -hmm. thing of like living with health you know, having a healthy, like, life um, and not knowing um, a lot about a certain, like, threat to our, um, like, health, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but kind of um, watching the kind of, like, um like like experts find out about it um as we go 
as we go, you know, which is right. a, a daunting mm-hmm. job. I can't even imagine all of these experts who are just focusing, just focusing, folks, on COVID, on like studies yeah. and research, biology. I mean, just on this one thing, and there's probably like hundreds and thousands of them, you know, who are just like doing this to help us ultimately, you know, understand it more and not have this giant fear of this unknown thing. I mean, that's the amount of research that has actually gone on in the past like year and a half is astounding. It, right. it really is. Well, and if we think about the whole situation, you know, in a lot of ways, when we're faced with challenges, you know, sometimes we look back at history of how situations were dealt with before, and that helps to inform us. And, you know, here we are as a world facing something that we haven't quite faced before that many of us have never seen in our lifetime and so it's like wait a second (laughs) we are in the here and now living this and figuring it out and you know this I was just kind of thinking about the phrase the fear of the unknown right Mm. in a way we think of the concept the unknown but we tend to just lump in the fear of the unknown with that phrase and I think Fear is such, I don't know, an important word and a strong word to think about here, because I do think that a lot of times fear is probably one of the main emotions that's evoked by not knowing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this can really um, impact, really. like people who have um like stress and anxiety you know yeah um, like a lot more a lot more well and what's interesting is there was a study done in 2016 by the university of illinois at chicago and basically what they found was that individuals who have kind of an increased sensitivity to these ambiguous, uncertain threats, mm-hmm. right? The unknown mm-hmm. or are hyper vigilant about the unknown. So thinking about it a lot, trying to plan that that's actually at the root of most fear-based psychopathologies. Uh, so things like that. anxiety, depression, different things like that. If you kind of get in there and, and start working, that that fear of the unknown is there. And what I thought was interesting, because I could kind of relate to this hypersensitivity at times, but they talked about how if you're hypersensitive to the unknown, feeling like something's going to happen and you don't know what, you can get yourself into a rut where you're spending an entire day just like thinking and problem solving and trying to plan and control for things that may or may not happen and you just kind of get yourself completely tangled up with just that 
unknown. And I was like, haven't we all been there? I mean, I know I've been there. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, you just, you're like, I've been worrying about this or thinking about this for days and weeks. And then in some situations, whatever you're worried about doesn't end up happening or it all works out. And you're like, how many hours did I waste? Just worrying did i have to did that help at all i don't know well and 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 the answer to that is no i mean it it (laughs) it it really like at the end of the day it doesn't help um like to spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours um now it is positive to kind of be like um to be like to be proactive absolutely oh for sure to think through things a bit yeah right but Mm -hmm. to you know kind of like spiral around and around and around and like you know have these fears kind of hold you back and what's you know so interesting about fears you know is is they come from us that's true they they, yeah they do they come from like our like brain and there's no getting around that you you know like could say, well, it's caused by, you know, if I, if I like fell into a, like, like a pond. Okay. And I had this fear of like a fear of, we'll say, you know, like fear of like water, you know, that fear was caused by me like in that pond I fell in right an experience right at one point that maybe then you don't forget in some senses but at the same time you know sometimes things can grow so much to the point where you may forget or not even realize what kind of sparked the fear that you had right What's interesting though is that this is is normal, right? Oh and yeah. So, yeah. This is this is human. <laughs> yeah. This is it's human normal behavior. for us to fear what we don't know. And that that same study talks about when there are predictable threats, okay? Mm. In the here and now. Example, I'm getting chased by a dog. Okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounded quite frightening there. Um, Not effects, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens is that that instinctive fight or flight response is triggered, right? I'm either going to fight whatever threat's coming at me, or I'm going to get out of here as quick as I can before whatever that threat is gets me, right? So this idea that those threats that we we see and we experience, right, they're going to trigger a response, but as soon as that threat is removed we're okay. Right. Right. The conflict's gone. 
we're not we're not just sitting there worried about the threat. Like the barking dog runs away and I continue my walk. What's so tricky about the unknown is that we don't know what the threat is or when it's going to happen or what it's going to look like. And a lot of times, you know, it, it's not in the here and now. There's not something in front of us that we can tangibly see and experience to figure out, solve, and move on. And so our brain is trying to fill in a lot of those unknowns. And a right. lot of the time, there's, there's nothing to fill in because we really don't know. And and it just keeps going until whatever this possible threat is plays out. It's something that we could be, I'm not saying we all are, but we could be thinking about fearing, worrying about. Which, you know, it, it makes sense when you think about it that way. We all, we all deal with things that are in front of us because we have to. Oh, yeah. And then we move forward. But when it's something that we don't, really know what it looks like or what it's going to be it's just a lot harder to deal with well yeah and i i it's interesting what you had said where you know um when we have um have this fear or these fears of an unknown event and then we try to like fill in things for that unknown event but we are filling in unknown things for this unknown thing yeah it's a whole bunch of unknowns and bigger and bigger until we think and we like you know we like fuse to Oh my God, this is going to happen. I just, you know, I know it, I feel it. And it's almost a fact at that point. Oh, yep. This is going to happen. And that is keeping the fear going and actually having it feel even more like real. Right. It's like, okay, nothing has happened yet. You are not seeing it. You know, it isn't here yet, you know. And there's got to be things that could help us kind of like work through the fear of the unknown. There and are. There, is. there right? are, yeah. There are things to do because uh, um, Catherine, like um, Sanford, um, has some things, which I think are just fantastic. Yeah. She's a career resilience coach. I love that yeah. title. That sounds like an interesting job. I want that um, job. I know. Me up but for she that. talks about several ways just to, to work through your fear of the unknown. And I love that wording working through, you know, thinking about the fact that it's a process and there's a practice effect always, <laughs> yes. but she talks about understanding your fear see that's a a great first like um step before i think like anything any challenge Mm -hmm. to educate you know oh for sure you know 
about that thing. So in in this case, try to understand or you know educate your self about this fear. I that, that's awesome. Exactly. And she kind of walks you through it. You know, then she talks about finding the cause of your fear or maybe digging a little deeper and trying to see is is there something that's triggering the fear that I'm experiencing? Because I think sometimes cause is a little bit tricky and potentially not so black and white, <laughs> you know? Well, that's we're complex people and there might be a lot of factors all kind of playing a role together. Right. And I think some people might kind of hear that word cause and think, you know, like blame at the same time, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and it's not finding the, like the blame Mm -hmm. of your fear, but I like the word that I like the word that 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 you used um, trigger, mm-hmm. you know, because it because our fears have those things, you know, um, it's not a a like a blame game, but it right. you know again a fear of like water if you see a like a lake a pond ocean you know it can cause a like feeling a thought mm-hmm. you know and that is a a fear filled thought so mm-hmm. i like that I'm finding a cause or causes Definitely. of your fear. And then she talks about questioning your fear. So mm-hmm. kind of looking at it a little bit and, and how truthful is it potentially. Right. She talks about accepting fear as a potential option. So we talked about before, you know, we, we want to be in control. We want to do well. We want to know what's going to happen and prepare for it. So we're not taken by surprise, but it's always possible that we will be taken by surprise and that things won't go the way that we hoped or wanted them to go. So just knowing that we might fail in that situation. I'd love that, this one. The next one? or the, No, no. Or this one. <laughs> I, you know, and I love it because, again, like you had said earlier that – that this fear of like failing, mm-hmm. you know, is the fear like of the unknown. And I, I love that part of her like, like list of how to work through it is to accept or, you know, again, mm-hmm. um, this, this idea that it's probably okay if I like at times I like fail Mm -hmm. at this because we can still learn from that experience too. And that's the idea of, you know, like saying it's okay 
if I fail or if I, you know, do not like learn everything about these fears, you know, I'm still learning. It is a process in just accepting that this working through again mm -hmm. is a process. I love that one. Well, not knowing knows everything and so well, we're constantly learning and it's growing. true it and is true everything but no one knows everything. Know a lot of things jamie uh that is true that is true so the next idea she had is to ride the wave of fear and <laughs> i love that image of just recognizing that fear is a very real emotion and it can have a lot of varying intensities and so perhaps instead of fighting it or just trying to be in that moment with that fear of okay I'm feeling this fear really intensely today working on breathing through it maybe I'll have moments where I don't even notice that fear and then maybe something will trigger that fear and it'll come flying back so just recognizing that that fear may very much so be a wave that ebbs and flows and comes and goes. That's a good one. Yeah. And then she talks about embracing the change. So a lot of times these unknown situations, you know, changes is, is sometimes a trigger, right? We're in a situation where we haven't been before or we don't know what's coming next. And so maybe recognizing that things are going to change, things might be different. That's not necessarily a bad thing. There's a lot of room for, like you mentioned, learning and growth and perhaps coming out even stronger and a better version of ourselves on the other side. Well, that's true. That's very true. It's a good one. Yeah. Embrace change. And the last one she talks about is practicing mindfulness. Of course. Yes. And I... I don't know if you remember this. I'm going to bring back a conversation we had, I don't even know, eight years ago, maybe more, 10 years ago. Okay. Okay. So I remember us talking about mindfulness. And I think I was ranting or venting about this very topic of just feeling like I had no idea what was coming down the pike and just really not liking that feeling. And you introduced me to the word groundlessness, yeah. which I did not like at all. No, you did. <laughs> oh, she, did, she didn't like it. And in all, in all like um, honesty, when I first heard it like years ago, I, I was like, no way. I, <laughs> need a ground but like jamie was like no 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 there's always a ground and did it well no i said i wanted a ground and i feel like one of my nicknames came from this conversation because i just said or you said something about groundlessness meaning there was no ground beneath you and the fact that mindfulness allows you to practice facing that fact mm. and i was like I just want a toothpick to stand on. I'm not even asking for much. I don't need a floor. I just need a toothpick. You remember that? <laughs> that is where that came from. Yeah. And that's a great light. That's a great image too, isn't it? 
me balancing on a toothpick. Yeah, it is yeah, a pretty good image. A toothpick. <laughs> pretty sure I'd break it quickly, but but I mean, it's that idea, you know, that the oh groundlessness. Yes, it's such a reality. It's a tough one to swallow a little bit sometimes. I think. Well, it it is, and and you know, if we had to be really like truthful if we mm -hmm. sat down and and were extremely honest and actually thought about um how many things are unknown and mm -hmm. you know it's almost everything you know and that ultimately means that we are constantly in a state of, of, like, of, like, groundlessness. You're right. And I mean, it also is just so much more support for the power of the practice of mindfulness. Because if you think about trying to take in the fact that most of your life is full of unknowns, I think that would knock anybody over, you know, but that idea of learning a little bit more to be in the here and now to deal with one moment at a time. And I'm not saying that you don't plan and you don't think about things that are going to happen, but trying to just be in this moment, at least maybe you're only dealing with one unknown at a time. Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> one is fine at a time. No, you're just narrowing the field, right? So perhaps in that moment, the fear is a bit more manageable. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of goes along with a quote by John, uh, by, by, by John, John Light, John, Lennon. John Lennon. John Lennon. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a, it's a, I mean, you know, he, he, he died like years ago, 82, I think. Um, but um, he said, unknown is what it is, except, except that it's unknown. And it's, and it's plain like sailing. Everything is unknown. Then, then you're a, then you're, then you're a, you're a head of the game. Um, and that's what it is. Right? So he's uh, saying that, you know, if you learn to accept that everything is unknown, then you're kind of letting go of that fear. And perhaps when you let go of that fear, you're able to see things you wouldn't otherwise be able to see. Yeah. Well, that's a good point, too. Or freeing up some brain power to be able to think about other things and observe other things that 
usually you'd get all consumed in worrying about. And that I need. I need to yeah. <laughs> free up a lot of like 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 brain cells and brain power. Don't we all right now? Right. We're all, we're all pretty maxed out. At least I am. Ooh. Yeah. No, agreed. Agreed. All right. So what do you think our action question X our action event for the week might be well i'm kind of going back to the pointers that Catherine sanford offered in terms of working through the fear of the unknown because i think that everyone's journey with the unknown looks a little bit different and mm. perhaps we're all at different points in that journey or on that path towards accepting groundlessness as a reality right right so perhaps thinking about some of her pointers and finding the one that you feel like fits best for where you are right now and kind of giving it a go. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So so to kind of have everyone hear those again, her kind of ways to to try to work through the fear of the unknown is to first understand your fear. And then if you want find the um, cause of your fear, question your fear, accept a failure of the fear as a, as a possible option. Mm -hmm ride the wave of fear, embrace change, and then finally practice um, practice like mindfulness. So you, so you can choose any of those things about an unknown fear that may be, you all have um and just see where it goes yeah perhaps you find yourself kind of working through many of these who knows i know i'm going to <laughs> i got laughs. i agree i'm gonna get back to that mindfulness i feel like that's that's where i'm gonna start getting back to thinking about groundlessness a bit more again Standing on a toothpick. Standing on a toothpick. And then getting rid of the toothpick. <laughs> getting rid of the toothpick. <laughs> or just keeping it in my pocket in case. <laughs> you can hang on to it. That's right. Yeah. You can. You can absolutely hang on to the toothpick. I get creative. I might build a bridge with them. See, that's it. That's exciting. Look at you. Look at you thinking about this further. <laughs> And build a bridge, and then it's not groundless anymore. <laughs> Very slick. She is smart, ladies and gentlemen. Very smart. I try, and at the end of the day, still gonna be hanging there with no ground. <laughs> well, it's true, but anyway, I love this is just like spiraling out of control. Folks, have a great evening, day, afternoon. Stay healthy and safe, and and thank you all too for hanging out with us always. We'll see you soon. See ya.
If you would like to donate to the Act to Live podcast, you can find us on 3C Digital Media Network.com. Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way at 3C Digital Media Network.com. Thank you for walking with us on this journey of life. Act to Live is a place where we can observe everyday life, pose questions, and facilitate conversations together. Our hope is that by participating in this podcast and connecting with each other, we can all become the best versions of ourselves and learn from each other's stories and experiences. You can find us on acttolive.com, Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes, the Android Podcast app, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you stream your podcasts. We've also just joined Patreon and YouTube, so be sure to check those out when you have some time. Thank you for listening and sharing time with us. And as always, come on, let's take a walk together. My dear will grow.